These days, it's hard to find something you can trust. Your car? Yeah, right. Trust takes time. And that's why we're here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. We are your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Hey folks, how's it doing? It's Brian Blessing. Glad to be with you. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 159, the Sports Grid Radio Network. It is our weekly NFL show, and we've got a lot of great information for you heading into the action this weekend. Really big games are on the docket, and we're going to get, as is our custom, two of the very best to help us on our way. Mark Lawrence from PlaybookSports.com will join us in just a little bit, and Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com will check in as well. Let's do a dive into the numbers this weekend and tell you where these numbers have gone, and then we'll break each game down individually. Let's start with Tennessee and New England. Big game here with Tennessee coming off a loss to Houston. No disgrace for Tennessee. They had a bad day. Tyrod Taylor, the Texans upset them. They had run quite the gauntlet. But it's the move here. This number has steamed all the way up to six, some places six and a half. New England's playing great football. And I just think this is an overreaction. Yes, New England's playing great. Yes, Derrick Henry's not there with Tennessee. New England, uh, things are going to get interesting, get tougher. But we're talking about the first place New England Patriots in the AFC East, up to a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and the total on this game is 44. The Jets and the aforementioned Houston Texans, Texans off a win, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Total on the game is 44-and-a-half. Zach Wilson, likely coming back here for the Jets. Tyrod Taylor is a guy that's more than serviceable, can win you some games. You know, not so much on the long haul, but we had talked about it. Houston will be competitive now in most games the rest of the way. Philly and the Giants. Now you're asking Jalen Hurts here to go on the road and cover a number more than the key number. Different animal for Philadelphia. They're up to a three-and-a-half point favorite. Total on the game is 46. Philly's playing good football. Beat Denver. Beat New Orleans. Giants pedestrian effort against the Bucks, but division game at home, that hook could be critical. Big game. Tampa Bay and Indianapolis. Tampa Bay a three-point favorite. Total on the game. We'll call the consensus 51.5. The Bucks snap a two-game losing streak, but Indy is the team, the now team. Jonathan Taylor ran through the Bills like they weren't even there. Impressive road win for Indy. They're feeling their oats, and they could be a midful the rest of the way and even into the postseason. Atlanta-Jacksonville, we're looking at Atlanta, pretty much a one-point favorite, and the total is 46-and-a-half. Hard to trust either team. Uh, the one thing we can trust is that Ryan's been running for his life, and Josh Allen and the Jags' defense has been playing better. Carolina's at Miami. Carolina is a one-and-a-half-point favorite with the total on the game of 42. Uh, Tua is running the show now uh, for the Dolphins. Maybe starting to feel like they're playing a little bit better. Carolina coming off a hard-fought loss to the Washington football team. They're a decent team. They still have hopes to make the playoffs. Uh, Carolina, different animal when McCaffrey's in the lineup. There's no doubt about that. And Cam Newton's still getting his feet wet with the Panthers. Pittsburgh is at Cincinnati. Pittsburgh's getting a lot of guys back, especially on the defensive side of the ball, which they need because they got destroyed by Herbert and the Chargers offense. Since he gets a win against the Raiders, four-and-a-half-point favorite for the Bengals at home, the total on this one is 45. 
The Chargers are at Denver. Again, a lot of division games now. Things really start to heat up here the back quarter of the season, back third of the season, let's call it. And the Chargers, two-and-a-half, three-point favorites on the road at Denver. So it's sure looking like three will be the closing number most places. And the total on this game, 47-and-a-half. Uh, the Broncos, a little bit of a speed bump. Coming off a bye, extra time to prepare. Chargers with that late rally after having the lead against Pittsburgh found a way to win that game. Interesting uh, contest in the AFC West. This is a game I find very compelling this weekend. Two teams all of a sudden really starting to believe in themselves. Minnesota beats Green Bay. San Francisco gets a couple of wins in a row. And now the Niners are three-point favorites at home. Total on the game, 48 and the winner keeps that train rolling. The loser's got to kind of regroup and try to rebuild the momentum. It's a very big football game. Uh, but both teams coming in here with some positive attributes that you can discuss. Now, the Rams and the Packers, this is going to be just an incredibly high-profile, high-handle game. You get the Rams coming out of Southern California, going up to Lambeau. It's going to be chilly. we got to check the weather. Pick them, basically. Some places, Green Bay's a one-point favorite. Total on this game, 47-and-a-half. The Rams looking to bounce back. Packers also coming off a loss against Minnesota. No great shakes. Uh, Green Bay's in control of the NFC North. But the reality is we usually get a game like this every year. We say, this could be the game that we see again down the road. And I think there's a very real possibility, maybe even in the NFC Championship game, You know, this is a, a couple of teams that we see in action with a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Then we get uh, Cleveland and Baltimore, the Sunday night game, and Baltimore's a four-point favorite. The total's 46. Ravens tend to play to the level of their competition. Cleveland, a roller coaster ride. The offense stagnated all the injuries, but maybe Kareem Hunt is coming back for the Browns. Uh, they've played some interesting games over the past, and this should be a fun one on Sunday night. Um, you know, Cleveland, again, if they can get healthy – they could be a dangerous team down the stretch run. Wrap it up. Monday Night Football, Seattle's at Washington. And we're looking at the Washington football team, a one-point favorite. Total on the game is 47. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks trying to get things put back together, see if they can get the offense on track against a good Washington defense that's missing young. We got a lot of great info coming your way. Mark Lawrence, Kenny White, they're coming up right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We love talking NFL football. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 159, the Sports Grid Radio Network, AM 1400 KSHP in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, thrilled to be with you, and I have a lot to be thankful for. And on that list, on a Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the friendship and the great information and the fun we've had for many, many, many years, welcoming in our friend Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. We're going to talk NFL football. But, Mark, 
Uh, hey, buddy, I hope the family has a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, you love everything we've done together, buddy. I appreciate all you do. Well, right back at you, Brian. Same to you and Marie and the family. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving as well. I'm looking forward to some good food, some good football, and a lot of crashing on the Lazy Boy. Yeah, the, amen to that. Hey, well, let's take it to the weekend. There's a couple of games, just the number that I, I can't shake, and that's Tennessee at New England. And I know Tennessee stubbed their toe, Mark. You know, it happens. A lot of good teams have had really bad efforts this year. And New England's on a tootsie roll. But to have this number go up to six and a half, it's racing to seven. Yeah, there's a lot of love for New England out there right now, Brian, and perhaps understandably so uh, because of what they've done. Bill Belichick, the super season by the rookie Mac Jones. And, you know, right now they're the hot team in the National Football League, at least on the AFC side of things. Since uh, Tennessee gave up those honors, if you will, uh, when the, with that loss last week, and we can sort of see it coming with Tennessee in that the games before that, they were solidly out-yarded in both of those contests playing without Derrick Henry. But at some point, the number gets a little bit too crazy, and it yeah. gets to a point where you have to start looking the other way. And I think that's the case in this particular football game here right now. Now you're asking uh, the Patriots to win this football game by seven points. That could be a little bit of a reach against a team, the quality of the Tennessee Titans. And, oh, by the way, I mean, listen, the college kids are a lot more prone to this, but you've got the Patriots are sitting there looking ahead, knowing they got a Monday night date with the Bills next week. Yeah, that certainly doesn't uh, hurt Tennessee's case at all. And because they're just human, New England is going to look a little bit ahead to Buffalo in a football game like this. Uh, again, I think what they've done here right now, because of what they've done, the pressure now falls on New England as opposed to it being on Tennessee. I think at the beginning of the football season here, you would have seen Tennessee coming in here like in a pick situation. Uh, but right now, we're talking more like a touchdown, and that's value to the Titans. You know, the Philadelphia game of the Giants, okay, Jason Garrett gets let's go as the offensive coordinator. Giants, nothing to write home about against Tampa Bay. And Philly's playing good. I look at this, Mark, and I think of all the conversations we've had over the years, well, you know, mostly kind of wrapped around college football scenarios, but there was one that was similar to this to me earlier in the year, and that was Cincinnati feeling great, and everybody loves Cincinnati, and all of a sudden they were being asked to cover nine on the road against the Jets. They batted up to 11, and the Jets beat them outright. Now yep. Philly's playing good, but you're asking Hurts to go on the road in a division game and cover three and a half. I think the tall order for Philadelphia here, it's uh, everybody's uh kind of coming around what they've seen lately and hopping on those types of football teams. And believe me, they get priced for. The oddsmaker sees it, they realize the thinking, and they price the games accordingly. And don't forget, if you look at the Giants, while they've been up and they've been down, uh, under Joe Judge, they played eight division games. They've won the money six of those eight division games. The Giants are going to come with everything they've got in this football game here. So Philadelphia has got to bring their A game, and at this price, i got to stay at home with the Giants in the game. Could it be, Mark, a... You know, big-time playoff preview, quite possibly an NFC Championship game preview. Rams at the Packers, pick them game, total 47-and-a-half. Well, you know this is a game that uh, the Rams have had circled since uh, Green Bay booted them out of the playoffs last year. And uh, I guess from a setup standpoint, you couldn't ask for a better situation from the Rams in that they're coming in here after getting apple carded as favorites 
in the last two football games in a week of rest to prepare for this game. I think the only thing that sort of upset that thinking was, uh, number one, Green Bay coming off the loss, and number two, the injury, the possible injury to Aaron Rodgers and his toe. And because of that, this line's being driven way down. The Rams go into this game. If we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers and his toe, we're talking about the Rams getting three, three and a half points in this game. And I think you can make a real good case for the Rams in the contest here. But now we have to deal with the line that we are, is being presented and put in front of us here. And you have to ask yourself, is there any value to the Rams? I do know the Rams are going to come with everything they've got. The question is, how healthy will Aaron Rodgers be in this game? Really interesting game to me. Tampa Bay snaps the two-game losing streak. And now they're going on the road to Indy, and we know the love affair with Brady. Tampa Bay laying three to a team. You could, I think you could make a case, Mark. Indy could be playing as good as anybody right now. You know, normally, the way the Colts are playing, Brian, the teams like this are generally what we would call wise guy teams, the teams that a lot of the experts see the way they're playing, they know the way they're playing, and they still dress them up, and they're not getting any love from the odds makers, so they become wise guy plays or wise guy teams. But because it's Tampa Bay this week, I think that fact's being ignored in this football contest here. There's still that Tom Brady thing going on with the Tampa Bay Bucks in this football contest here. And the Colts are playing as good as anybody in the AFC right now. You've got to look at the Colts in this football contest, especially knowing that Tampa comes out that Monday night win. And it's a eerily similar situation. You know, they murdered the Bills. And nobody talked about this. I mean, he's not a household name. But the star Latule, the Bills' defensive nose tackle, the only thing the guy's worth is he can help them bog down the run. He takes on the center and ties up the guards. And Edmonds, their linebacker, was out. So against the run, the Bills got shredded by Taylor. Well, if this Vito Vea isn't playing for Tampa Bay, it could be the same thing all over again this week. That's a great, uh, great, great assessment you make there because I remember when he was drafted, I mean, he was a house to begin with. I'm sure he's grown even more in stature and size, and he's really, really asserted himself. So if he's out of the lineup here, my goodness, what does that do? It opens the door for Taylor in a football game like this, who can hit you so many ways out of the backfield, running, catching passes, so forth and whatnot. So, again, I think it's another edge towards the Colts in this contest. Mark, what's shaking in your backyard? Carolina off the loss to Washington, laying one and a half against the Dolphins off the win over the Jets. Total on the game here, 42. I think everybody in town right now is beginning to buy into Tua, if you will. Uh, you know, he's come up with some pretty good performances ever since uh, he was being pushed out the door. And to his credit, he's come back and answered. Uh, and he answered pretty well last week. But to whom did he answer? That's the question. He answered to the New York Jets. Now they're going to play a Carolina football team that uh, is getting themselves into playoff position here right now. And this is sort of a step-up game for Miami here. I know the oddsmaker was well aware of uh, this coming in here. They didn't fall for the trap in making Miami the favorite in the football game. Uh, and I can understand why. I do like the Panthers in the contest here. I'm not a big Cam Newton fan, uh, but I think he's brought an element of enthusiasm to the football program here. And if it uh, if it continues to keep moving forward here with uh, McCaffrey back in the lineup here, I think it makes Carolina a type of a team that no one's going to want to play coming down the stretch here. I like Carolina over Miami on Sunday. And Mark, your beloved Cleveland Browns, if this team gets healthy, they could be a dangerous team. Kareem Hunt may be back, get that running game going again. Baltimore, to me, they, they find ways to win 
a lot of these games, a lot of it's smoke and mirrors, but good teams do find ways to win games. I think they play to the level of their competition. But Baltimore laying three and a half. The Browns are coming in here. Mark, I mean, this is a borderline playoff game for the Browns. It certainly is. You know, right now they're uh, two games back of Baltimore looking up at them and the uh, standings in the playoff picture. The Browns are the number 10 seed coming into this game. They really can't afford to go backwards any further. They need to just hold serve right now until, like you say, they get healthy when Kareem Hunt's back in the lineup and all the characters are there that open the season for the Browns. And if they do just that, they could be a very dangerous football team when December rolls around here. But I like their chances of Cleveland to extract their revenge against Baltimore. All right, Mark Lawrence, our dear friend playbooksports.com the magazine's still useful trust me kids i use it all the time the midweek alert the coffee club the newsletter great information at playbooksports.com always a treat on vegas sports with radio talking football with mark lawrence sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com radio network Talking the NFL, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our weekend edition here on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius 159. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. As always, sincere thanks to Mark Lawrence, our good friend from PlaybookSports.com. And now we get Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, I'm all choked up. I, mean, I just love having you on. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Brian. Thanks for having me. And uh, hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. Looking forward to a great weekend here of uh, NFL football. Still, yes, no, Kenny. Yes, no price. Dark meat, white meat. For me? Yeah. Yes, no price. That's easy. That's the favorite. Um, actually, I do it. I do appreciate the dark meat as well. Oh, I, I always, love it. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Moist. More, my, the, the white meat, the breast gets dried out a little bit too much. Sometimes. Well, I got the family at the table, right, Kenny? And, and you know. I'll help the doing the cut and I'm hiding the dark meat. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting some of that. They're going to have a little of it. I'm saving that for the sandwiches. Oh yeah. No doubt about it. <laughs> it's Love great. It. Yeah, no, but what a, what a wonderful holiday and what a time of year on the football slate, Kenny. And we dive into the weekend action and there are some really interesting things that have developed and right out of the gate, Kenny, Tennessee, New England, this number is six and a half. The total in the game, 44 and a half. Folks, just want to let you know, on Sunday nights after the Sunday night game, we go right at after, it's after the game, but just to keep it constant, midnight Eastern, 9 Pacific, Kenny and I do the NFL opening line report, KennyWhiteSports.com, on Kenny's Twitter at KYDVegas, on my Twitter at Brian Blessing. And we give you the advanced numbers, the opening numbers, and where the numbers will go. It's a great show, and it helps you get a bend, uh, get the best of the number. But this is one, Kenny. It wasn't. It wasn't even to this point when we were doing this on Sunday night, and we thought it was high. Tennessee at New England. New England's up to six and a half. The total's forty-four and a half. New England's playing great football. They're the flavor of the month every time. Oh, it's the Rams. Rams lose. Oh, it's the Cardinals. Cardinals lose. Now, now everybody is. They're doing cartwheels about New England. And I'll say this: I think this is the, maybe the best coaching job. Belichick has ever done. But how does this number go up to six and a half? Because what? 
Tennessee had a bad day and, and lost to the Texans? So what? I mean, they beat the Rams without Derrick Henry. Yeah, we 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 saw them beat a couple teams without Derrick Henry, and they went on such a good run. That was just the, you know one of the bigger letdown spots that any team could have in the NFL. And Tyrod Taylor back a week had you know his legs underneath them, and we all said that that was a great spot for Houston. Um, yeah, this week that's that's a big number, um, and, and it's this is a playoff game. I really feel like it's a playoff game because both teams are really battling. The Patriots are battling the Bills, and yep. the Titans are battling the Colts. So. Big game for both teams, and I think this could be a, an under type of football game. What did you do with Tennessee's rating once Henry went out of the lineup? You know, I, the bottom line is I did feel there was a regression coming for Tennessee uh, in that teams will get game film on him now and start to take some of those tendencies away. I think they kind of rallied around the fact he wasn't there and they got a short-term bump from it. But I thought there would be regression. But that doesn't mean they can't cover six and a half. No, that's very true. I had a point and a half to offer uh, for Derrick Henry. I couldn't argue if somebody wanted to say, hey, he's worth two points. Okay, he is a great back. But uh, uh, they, I have him ranked 13th in the NFL right now. DVOA, DVOA ratings do not like Tennessee, and those are adjusted value ratings to your opponent and your yards per play on offense and defense. And uh, DVOA has Tennessee like number 18 or 19 in the NFL. I have him tied for 13th with the Saints. 102 rating, and that's without Henry, a point and a half. If they had Derrick Henry, I'd have them the 12th best team in the NFL. No, and I'm not taking anything away from New England. We did make the point that so many of these guys opted out last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're physical, they're ball hawking, and Jones is managing the games, and he's had some big games. You know, they've beaten some good teams, but against some weaker foes, he's slinging it around. And, and you know, I think that's, that's part of Belichick's mindset, too, with a young quarterback, he never, ever, ever calls the dogs off. But you know this guy, Kenny. There's not a play that this guy's mind isn't working. 45-7 against the Browns. They're still throwing at the end of games. The Falcons, 25 nothing. He called a timeout to kick a field goal, and then they got a pick six. You know, he's always – his brain's always cranking. But you know what? He's, he wants – Jones, every play, he feels that's building confidence for this kid. There's always an angle with this guy. Yeah, there, there always is. And it, it's uh, um, amazing how this Mac Jones has come along. Um, he went from 68% completion percentage in September to 69 in October, and then 79% so far in November. His, his uh, yards per pass, 6.1 in September, 7.8 in October, 8.1 in November. Uh, he started the year with just two touchdown passes, three INTs, and he's had 12 to 5 ratio since that time. Well, it's a, it's a story, Kenny, that's repeated itself. I always have said, I think David Carr could have been a really good NFL quarterback. He lands in Houston, and he was a crash test dummy. So you've got Lawrence with the Jags, Wilson with the Jets. And these guys, when you're that high stud quarterback, you're going to the worst teams. Jones falls in a beautiful spot here. What have you done with his rating in relation to Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson? Well, Mac Jones by far is the biggest upgrade of any of the, any mm -hmm. of the rookie quarterbacks. He, he went from uh, a minus one to a three and a half. He's moved up four and a half points in my ratings. And I'm being conservative with him. I really could give this guy a five, five and a half rating. And zero's average. He's a three and a half, but again, I could make him a five, five and a half because that's where he's rated out at. Well, I would say this, you know, for the future, 
you know, it really looked like, hey, listen, they had all those years with Brady. Now it's the Bills' turn, and Belichick very quickly is is getting this thing rolling the right way. But you think about it, it's a Belichick team, Kenny. The weapons he's got, skill position-wise, nothing to write home about. If, if in the next year or two, and they're building around Jones and can get a great free agent wide receiver or a couple of studs in the draft, look the heck out with these guys. Yeah, who, who has a stone in their shoe that the team didn't play well and his starting quarterback won a Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, right no. yeah. yeah i mean he was stewing about that all off season and he's figuring out a way well everybody oh, brady this brady that belichick's a bum yeah <laughs> i mean come on yeah anyway. you're right when when you look at their roster uh kendrick Bourne, jacoby myers aguilar, aguilar yeah. and uh henry, hunter henry was a great pickup a tight end he's really coming on yeah jones loves throwing to him and i think with the john who uh Jonu Smith, is it? I mean, I think he's been injured, but, you know, they went for the tight ends to help. No, I mean, they're, they're going to be good for a while. All right, let's move on to the Jets in Houston. The Houston wins last week over Tennessee. They come home two-and-a-half-point favorites to the Jets. The total's 44-and-a-half. Flacco played last week. It's sounding like Wilson's going to be able to go in this one, Kenny. Yeah, it does. Wilson is uh, probable, but there's no upgrade there. Flacco might be the better quarterback yeah, the two. at the moment. So, but – you know what? When when rookies do come in though, and then they go they 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 go out for an injury and they miss a couple games for this or that, and they do come back, they're actually a little better because they're experienced. They they know what to they know what to expect a lot better, and their their vision gets better. So maybe he'll have his best game in this game because you know everyone's going to bet the Texans in this one. The one thing I'll say from a compete perspective, I mean the Houston thing. When they were going on the road with the Davis Mills kid, it was it was like a high school team. You know, it, they had no shot. But defensively, these guys compete defensively, Kenny. I mean, they were on the field all the time. That's not the case now. Taylor, you know, even even if he has a game and they beat Tennessee, we said he'd do that. But you know what he will do? He will occasionally move the sticks and keep that defense off the field a little bit. That, this Houston defense can play. Yeah, they can, but they they have not shown that, obviously, because you're right, the quarterback situation put them in a lot of bad spots, had them on the field for long outings. They're, they're still giving up 4.5 yards a rush and 7.7 7, uh, yards per pass, but those numbers are better than what the Jets' defense has done this year, mm -hmm. that's for sure. All right, let's do another one here. Philly and the Giants, this one, it just jumps off the page to me, Kenny. It's like you just look at it and go, I've seen this before. And it's Philly laying three and a half at the Giants. The total is 46. Yeah, uh, okay, what comes to mind? Right off the top of my head. Hey, Cincinnati, look at Cincinnati. They're winning all these games. Isn't that great? Cincinnati goes on the road laying nine at the Jets, gets bet up to 11. They lose the game outright. Now you're, okay, he's played great the last couple of weeks, but now you're making Hurts a favorite of, you know, more than three on the road? I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um... You know, I'm, I'm starting to give in a little bit with the Eagles. I've been saying for weeks that it's, it's a below-average football team. Um, I beat them with the Raiders, um, but the last two weeks they've gotten me and they've played better football. Hertz has played better football, but still, I still think that, that the, the Eagles are about an average NFL yes. football team. 
That's better than the Giants, though. Giants are still below average. No, I know, but it's, it's just those situational things, Kenny, that we see over the years. You know, you're asking them to go on the road and, and do so. It's kind of foreign. So, hey, you know, it's one thing to be three at home, but to be three and a half on the road in a division game, um, and then the Giants are capable of a good effort. I mean, they, they didn't play well. Uh, a new offensive coordinator, Jason Garrick, got let go. Well, we'll see how it pans out. Kenny they, White. They were, they were three on the road at Detroit and went 44 to six, but that was Detroit. <laughs> Yes, it was. KennyWhiteSports.com. Yeah, tell me about the information, Kenny. Um, all, the, all the information's there. We've got great experts on the site if you want to lean on them. Uh, purchase their selections. Got a very unique way to buy their picks and get what games you want to pick. Uh, also, the newsletter is out every week. Been great, $9.99. Or ThePowerRings.com, $19.99. We have, will have a bowl preview and also a uh, college uh, bowl um, pick package from all the all the guys on the site. NBA, NHL, and college hoops back. What a time of year. So many offerings available to you at KennyWhiteSports.com. Coming back, we'll take you through the rest of the menu with Kenny. The information spectacular. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 159, and the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It is our weekend edition of Vegas Sportsbook Radio talking about the NFL. And again, we can't thank uh, Mark Lawrence enough and the man who's with us now, Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com, two of the very best in the industry, and their contributions to these weekend shows. Greatly appreciated uh, information. Uh, I'm sure the folks utilize and try to get to the windows and cash some tickets. So let's get right back to the rotation. We were soldiering through. Kenny's back with us. Big boy football, my friend. Tampa Bay now locked in as a field goal favorite at Indianapolis. The total on the game is 51. Tampa snaps a two-game losing streak. But I don't know, bud. Indy catching three at home the way they're playing? I don't know. They're playing awfully good. You know, the key to this game will be the status of Vita Vea. So it didn't matter last week that he was out because uh, it just didn't matter. The Giants weren't going to run the football. But if Vita Vea is out against this Indianapolis offensive line and, and Taylor, forget about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over uh, uh, Indianapolis in this and the, game. By the way, forgive me for interrupting, but I just wanted to say something because that is such a great point. And I always, I've always said this, and we're back and we've gotten away from it because it's a passing league. The NFL, it's like, what do you need? What do you need? All right, teams were drafting defensive ends and pass rushers, say in the AFC, because they know they've got to contend with Mahomes. But there was a stretch in a long time, Kenny, and I think it was about the time I came out here with you in the, in the mid-2005 uh, to 2010. Guys like Vince Wolfork, the guy that was the stud in the NFL that could send you on your way to win was the nose tackle, the guy that could tie up the center and two guards and be a run stuffer. Those guys aren't out there anymore because it's a passing game. But last week, Star Latule, who's the Bills' run stuffer, last minute didn't play in the game. What happened? Jonathan Taylor, five touchdowns. 
you know, I mean, it's one guy, but it changed the whole MO of that game. And you're talking about if Tampa Bay doesn't have that guy at that position, Taylor can do it again. Yep, he'll have another big day. He's going to have a big day anyway. I think he's going to have a good day at home. Um, Again, the offensive line's been great. The defense continues to improve. And I've pushed this power rating up now. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, I have tied for the fifth best team in the NFL with the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers. All right, and Wentz, have you done anything with his rating because he was just careless with the – first of all, I don't think he was 100% the first month. Then he was ridiculously careless with the football in the Rams game and the Titans game. But all of a sudden, Kenny, it's weird. You know, a knee or it's a funny thing when the, the light bulb goes off and the guy believes and has faith that he's finally healed. Wentz kind of looks like he did pre-injury a couple years ago. Yeah, he does. And, uh, you know, I talking to you about this earlier about, you know, when I'm rating a player out, I don't go above what he did by last year. I look at what he's done in his career mm-hmm. and try to figure out and make a projection. And his last year at Philadelphia was no good. He had no offensive line. He was beat up every game. Now he's getting protected. Uh, he's only been sacked 18 times all year. And you're right. He's getting healthy and he's getting healthy at the right time. So he's had some nice games and he's only thrown, I think he's gone now eight, nine games. He's only thrown an interception in one out of the last nine games. Well, the other thing, with each passing game, right? I mean, you, you go back to when things went south for him at Philly, all the things you mentioned, coming off the injury, the line was no good. You know who wasn't there? Frank Reich. And now he's back reunited with Frank Reich, and these guys are on the same page. They're building back up to what they were as a, as a tandem. Listen to this protection that he's getting now. There's, there's his sacks by, in order from the beginning of the year. Three times, three times, two, 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 two. One, 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 zero against Buffalo. Did not get sacked in that game. And it's getting better every game. And you look at that. He's been sacked just four times in the last five games. Good stuff. Great information there. Atlanta, Jacksonville. Hey, they're playing a game and it's on the board. Atlanta won on the road. The total's 46 and a half. Listen, the Jags defense is playing some ball. Josh Allen's a terror rushing the quarterback. And Matt Ryan's got to be talking to the little men on his shoulders, Kenny. He's been getting killed. Yeah, I tell you, since Calvin Ridley went out, uh, he has no one that can get open other than Kyle Pitts. But if you only got one guy, the defense only has to worry about one guy, uh, they're going to take away Kyle Pitts. His production has fallen off the cliff since Calvin Ridley has gone out. You would think it would go up, but no. When you're the guy and they take you out and no one else can get open, you're going to struggle, and Atlanta struggles. I don't see him doing much offensively in this game against Jacksonville. I like the game under the total. You know, you bring up a great point. I mean, you get the same situation in Detroit. Hawkinson is a great tight end, but they got nothing else. <laughs> You're getting double covered, sometimes triple covered on the tight end. I mean, what's he, what can he do? You know, sooner or later, these receivers will figure it out, and they need the experience, and they will start to get open. So as I always say, wide receivers and running backs are a dime a dozen. There's guys out there on both those teams that are 6'2", 190 pounds, 200 pounds. They run a 4'4", 5", but they're not great route runners, and they haven't been out there enough. But they will get better, and those guys will improve, and you'll start to see those quarterbacks get more. They'll pick up their completion percentage, and the Hawkinsons and the Pitts will start to get more production. This would be the one, Kenny, that 
you know, if you kind of throw out the last game, there are a lot of things pointed at Denver. Chargers laying three on the road. It's up, it's up to three. They come back. They squandered a lead against Pittsburgh, but then won the game. Denver looked awful against the Eagles. Off a bye. Totals 47 and a half. Now Herbert going to the favorite on the road at altitude in a division game. Everything points. You say, well, the Chargers look so good. I mean, Denver could be sitting there chewing on nails waiting for these guys. Yeah, I think they are uh, at five and five right now, and they have Kansas City on deck. At they're Kansas not out City. of it. They're not out of it. No, they need to win this though, because if they lose this game, they know they're going to Kansas City. Yeah, uh, they could they could be five and seven, and then they're done. But uh, they've done well as an organization off a of bye. Vic Fangio's two and zero. Oh. Broncos are ten and two. Their last twelve years off the bye. So for some reason, this organization knows how to you know use that bye week the correct way. I, I still big Denver fan, big Bridgewater fan. Um, I think they did maybe did the right thing getting rid of Von Miller. Must have been a, something that uh, mm-hmm. must have been a disruption because they definitely played better the next week against the Cowboys. Uh, we need to see them pick it up here. So I, I'll be leaning to the Broncos. Might be a teaser team for me. Generally speaking, Kenny, division games, uh, if, the, if the teams have you know a modicum of ability – you know, what's that worth? Being a division game, do you, does it ratchet it down, shade it down? I mean, for starters, a half point, tighten it up. Um, yeah, I want to be. I want to be on the uh, underdog in the game. I like when they played a game already. These two teams did not. They split last year, so you know, I like to use any type of motive I can. But yeah, you don't want to lay points, and in mostly any sport, and you don't want to lay points in the NFL. So you want to be looking for some underdog plays and in division games. All right, this is a big boy football game. Minnesota and San Francisco. San Fran laying three totals, 48 and a half. Both these teams are dangerous, Kenny. Uh, this is one of the best games of the week. Man, ever. Is it ever? Uh, love the way these two teams are playing. The Minnesota Vikings, the only team in the NFL that has had the lead in every game. They've lost several close overtime games. This is a team that very easily could be eight and two right now. Uh, 49ers, they did it again, uh, injury after injury to start the season, but it looks like they're finally healthy, and this should be a really good football game. This is a great game. I think the number is right, though. I don't I, – my number's right there. I made, made the Niners three and 49, so not, not a lot of wiggle room there, but it, great game to watch. No, really looking forward to this game, and I just think this Minnesota team, you think of the ways they've lost games, Kenny – uh, they could have a much better record. And then San Francisco, it always comes down to injuries. It always does. But uh, Kyle Shanahan's doing a terrific job. They've, they've won back-to-back now. Uh, the win over the Rams, they executed. Uh, they did everything they needed to do. And uh, Garoppolo looks good. It's his team. It's his offense. There's no discussion. Uh, he's playing well. Kirk Cousins is playing well. And this Minnesota team's good. But they did lose Daniel Hunter a couple weeks ago. That's their best defensive player. We'll see how they, you know, they stepped up and they played well without him one week. Let's see if they can do it again. All right. Move on, Kenny, and let's go to the Rams and Green Bay. Hello. Pick them at Lambeau. Total on the game, 47 and a half. We say this every year, don't we? There's always that game where you go, these two guys could bump into each other down the road to go to the Super Bowl in the postseason. Wouldn't shock me one bit. Yeah, me neither. They're both uh, top five teams. Um, I'm a little worried about Green Bay this week. 11th straight game. They have not had a bye week yet. Uh, they could be getting a little tired. Rams making a couple nice uh, transactions to their team, and I think they're sitting nicely. Um, they uh, should be ready to play. They've lost two in a row. 
talking about a team chomping on nails, it's going to be the Rams. Um, and you got Aaron Rodgers, got a toe injury. That may affect him. And then also they lost – David Bakhtiari has been out all year, not ready to come back yet, but they lost their starting left tackle, basically their second string guy last week. So they're down to their third string left tackle. Kenny, your numbers on individual players, I mean, you'll have a number on a third string uh, guard. I'd be very curious, you know, you, the faith and the belief of your numbers, and it, it leads you in the right direction all the time. But I'm curious, how important would it be for you in the next couple of weeks to watch and see how Von Miller meshes? So now you've got Donald Miller Ramsey. It's one thing on paper it looks like an all-star team, but there's got to be a flow to it. But if Miller comes in and is impactful and all of a sudden either he or Donald, almost every player terrorizing the quarterback, what do you do with their rating? Yeah, I just, you know, you know me. I'm just going to, if they play that amazing, I'm just going to keep upgrading it. But if they beat up on the Packers, I'm not going to upgrade it that much because I just said, you know, I'm thinking the Packers 11 straight weeks. This could be a tired football team. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, that's a great point. When the bye comes really matters. And we said that, like, for Cincinnati, a chance to reboot and start the season again. Exactly. Uh, and a lot of teams that happens to. And I'm only looking at this small sample size. Last year, Tampa Bay had to play their first 12 weeks. And in week 12, they played the Kansas City Chiefs. And they got completely annihilated. And I, it was, they, they talked about it when, we, when they went to the Super Bowl. He said, when we played them the first time, we were just dead. We had no, nothing left in the tank. And that's concerning when teams get this late without the bye week. A couple of Kenny go real short on these Carolina, Miami, Carolina, one and a half totals, 41 and a half. Uh, yeah, tough game. Bad, two bad teams, really. But Carolina is five and five. Cam Newton's their quarterback. And Miami's won a couple in a row now. So I'm actually uh, leaning to the under here, but this number has gone down a little bit too much. Uh, early was 44 down to 42 and a half now agree it's under or nothing there pittsburgh cincinnati that reboot for the Bengals, four and a half uh, listen pittsburgh's getting three big defenders back i mean specifically watt and fitzpatrick come back they got shredded by the chargers totals 45 well, they need those guys back i was going to play over if they, those guys weren't in because i didn't i don't think they could stop cincinnati but if you get watt and fitzpatrick back that's that's their best two that are out Jay, hayden's a half point guy but Watts two points and Mika Fitzpatrick's a point, point and a quarter. So that's that's big to get those guys back. Racing through the menu of the NFL games, Kenny White's information spectacular. Invite you to check out KennyWhiteSports.com. Join me during the week, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, two to four Eastern, leading into Scott Brell. And we've still got one final segment. When we come back, we'll dish out the information, get it from Kenny on the Sunday and Monday night football game. Thanks for joining us, Sirius 159, the Sportsbook Radio Network. Vegas Sports Book Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're back with you, taking you home. Vegas Sportsbook Radio talking to the NFL. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com is with us. We got the Sunday and Monday night games, Kenny. Let's go. Cleveland, Baltimore. And 
We're looking at the Ravens, a four-point favorites, totals 46. Uh, Baltimore's in control of that division at the moment, but it's not going to be easy for them. They kind of play to the level of the competition. If Cleveland gets healthy, Hunt comes back. What do you make of this one? Yeah, again, they need uh, to get their their running bang back in in action. You know, and I, Baker Mayfield, I've talked about this. Guys doing commercials I as know. much, and you see them all the time. Sooner or later, they start to fall flat on their face because the focus <laughs> isn't there. And that's what's happening to Baker Mayfield right now. So, and then he's little, and he's banged up. But uh, you know, this defense will step up. They have revenge. They lost both games last year. Big must win at five and five. They got to get this game. I think you're going to see a good effort out of them. I think you'll see a great effort out of the defense in this game. The Monday night game, Kenny, Seattle at Washington, you know, in that pick range, Wilson trying to bounce back, you know, coming off the shelf, shaking the rust off. All of a sudden, Washington, a win over Tampa and a road win at Carolina. How far can the Washington football team go? Yeah, there's a team that's uh, four and six now, and uh, they need a, they need uh, to keep it going because they're in a division that, uh, you know, could, could give them a shot. Cowboys seven and three. They're still three back, so. Um, Seattle, it's int- what I'm more interested in is the talk I'm hearing about Seattle yeah. is Pete Carroll out is Russell Wilson being traded and they're going to bring in, they're going to start all over and they're going to start brand new. Uh, you know, that's, I think that's where they're at right now. So that's, that talk could lead to a bad performance from Seattle this weekend. Yeah. Carroll just stormed out of that stormed out. He just said, I'm done. He made, made a statement and walked out in the post game. It's, it's all uh, lollipops and rainbows, Kenny, when you're winning. Different animal when it ain't going your way. Well, it sure hey, is. Tell them about the website. You got about 20 seconds. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, we got the Power Ratings, $19.99 a month, uh, our weekly newsletter. And we are going to do a bowl preview uh, uh, newsletter this year and also the uh, uh, bowl package for our top play from our top six handicappers. The information's great. Thank you, Kenny, for your time. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, again, hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for doing this. We thank you, folks, for listening. Enjoy the NFL action. Don't forget Sunday night, KennyWadeSports.com, midnight Eastern. We'll have the opening line report. Thanks for joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio.